Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with me, Amber Rose, and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Hey, you. What's going on? How was your week? Uh, it was pretty uneventful. Ah. <laughs> Every week, I'm like, I got to come up with something really good that happened this week. Yeah. But slow time. How's the yoga going? It's going really good. Really? Yeah, I'm going to be putting together a uh, fundraiser. Okay. Donation. Donation-based. All the money donated. Um, and do my style of yoga, which is um, it's going to be a sex-positive feminist yeah body positive is it like yoga. tantric like uh, it's gonna be a little bit of everything i mean the, the style that i'm practicing and training in is uh more bhakti based so there's like chanting and mantra work and mm. there's music it's not just poses does a russell simmons do that yes okay so yeah. you're wait, starting hold to make on, the wait break. we oh, have man. a very very yeah. special guest voice. yes <laughs> a very special guest tom yeah. arnold is hey. here yeah, how are you I met you the birthday party I was here uh, to, to the other day. Yeah. And I, even though I was here like three days ago, I drove by your house four times. I couldn't find it. Oh, my um, God. That's how <laughs> stupid I am. Um, I only mentioned Russell Simmons because he, he does do uh, a lot of, uh, he, he hangs outside of yoga salons and uh, tries to get young women to uh, get, get into yoga. <laughs> Listen, he got so, me. He made me go in yeah, one yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, he got you in there? Yeah. yeah I into told his you, new place? No, the oh. only time I've ever done yoga was with Russell Simmons. It was years ago. He literally called me two days ago and was, he has a six o'clock class. Yeah, it's his brand new studio on yeah. Sunset yes. right by me. Yep, yes. and he's like, Amber, you have to come. He said he's going to give me the whole like you know, outfit and everything. Wait, what does that mean? Yeah. I don't fucking, sure I don't is. know. Where sure he is. I have no I'm idea. Not, I, that. I have to say, sitting here with you guys, I feel old because I have been around Loveline since the since poor man, you know, Doc, through <laughs> Dr. Drew, through everybody, through through Corolla, mm -hmm. and to see you guys and this generation and this uh, uh, version, uh, boy, I've been around a long time. <laughs> and, uh, uh, it's amazing. And congratulations to you Thank guys. Thank you. Thank you. Full circle. And, yeah. you know, people don't know this about us, but... Um, Sebastian and Jackson yes. are besties. Yeah, so Sebastian my son is and, awesome. Thank you. Your son is awesome. He's a as well. big kid too. And so is my kid. They're both big kids. And, yeah. And uh, he's a funny kid, man. Your son, <laughs> he's just a great kid. You're, you're, you're so he has great parents. Thank great you. Great hands on parents, and uh, <laughs> and I try to be the same with my son. And my son has a great mom, and boy, that helps. How old is no, your son? For sure. He's uh, he'll be four uh, in uh, April. And uh, you know, uh, he uh, he was looking at the party here the other day and uh, deciding what he wants. 
Everything's magic. <laughs> but I do have a video of them dancing together and singing. <laughs> so and cute. Uh, unfortunately, Jack's learned all his moves from his dad. And so <laughs> and that's we, not a good they thing, need huh? to hang out more together because <laughs> he has no soul whatsoever. But uh, great kids, and uh, you've done a fine job. You too. Thank, oh. thank you so much. <laughs> not for sure. So um, you have a podcast. I actually yeah. was on your podcast you did, as well. Yeah, people love you. Yeah, I could. That's awesome. I was shocked how uh, you were my favorite guest because you were so honest. Uh, and it's interesting for someone I'm older to hear about uh, feminism. Uh, your your not your version of feminism, but yeah, it's like to me, hear it's about neo your, feminism. Yeah. It is yeah. new. It's it's different. Yeah, and also to hear you talk about men in that way, uh, where you uh, care about men and men's uh, body image. And, you know, it's not of about uh, putting down men and, and, uh, cause you know, men, we have issues too. And, uh, when we're kids, uh, you know, I look at pictures of myself as a kid and, and, uh, I always thought I was fat and disgusting and, and I, and I see pictures now and I'm like, boy, I should have taken advantage of that. I look yeah. good then. <laughs> well, this is what I always say. Like, you know, people get shocked when guys talk about the fact that they might feel insecure in their bodies. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you, like us, right. live in L.A. And, right. I'll, and I was saying this, I think, a couple months ago on the podcast. I'll literally be at the gym, and I'll be looking out across the street at a billboard of, like, an underwear model who's right. literally also working out next to me. Wow. Right. And I'm literally standing there next to him, and it's like, you are you are not going to not compare yourself. Well, to you also, right. where I grew up in Iowa, they put all 30 boys in the shower at the same time. Now, when you're a young boy, you mature at different rates. Right. And there's always somebody that's hairy, and you're not, and you're like, oh my God. You know, I mean, it's just, the, the coaches don't care. And, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> some people wear a towel, some don't. And uh, it's just, it's that pressure, you know. It's, you know, you're, you're embarrassed. It's embarrassing. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, nobody talks about that because you're a boy and uh, man up and, uh, you know, and, uh, that's that's how it is, and then and then also the way we treat women, and we talk about women, because nobody ever sits you down and says, actually, you're supposed to, you you know, talk about here you treat them right, you, you yeah. know, it's always like how many did you score, and of course you always lie because you didn't, but uh, <laughs> right. but nobody nobody says, hey, here's how you treat a woman, here's what you do, and what I found fascinating was was that Amber was talking about that that her son's going to know everything about. Not, but pleasing a woman and what a woman likes by the time he grows up. And that, that kind of talk just blew me away because, you know, that, those kind of conversations, A, I, I was raised without a mother, but B, that kind of conversation did not happen when yeah. I was a kid. And I'll, and I'll tell you what it looks like long-term because as a psychologist and sex therapist, people end up in my office and as adults, they're unable to ask for what they want sexually. They're unable to even talk about their own bodies. I work with adults in their 40s and 50s and 60s who've been married for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And I'll say to one of them, does your partner like oral sex? And they'll be like, oh God, I don't know, I've never asked about it. Or I'll say to the female, um, wh- what kind of sex do you prefer? Do you need clitoral stimulation? Do you get off from just penetration? She's not comfortable using those words. She's not comfortable hearing those yeah, words. Yeah, because right. yeah. Because as a child, they were never taught that it's acceptable to talk about those things. Uh, women are often told it's not okay to have sexual desire and to right. be horny and to seek sex. And then they end up in my office as a couple struggling as adults <laughs> to work through all the residual stuff from that. No, right. so wait, so, uh, so I, I, I I brought my son to Cheesecake Factory. This is his favorite restaurant, <laughs> right? Ooh, he loves, <laughs> yeah, he loves cheesecake. So we yes. go there. <clears throat> so, you know, my son is four years old, so I can't send him in the boys' room right. by himself. So I bring him with me. I bring him in the stall with me. 
you, he uses the bathroom. I'm like, okay, mommy has to use the bathroom too. So I use the bathroom. And he's like, mommy, did you just pee out of your vagina? And I was like, yes, I did, honey. I did. And so we get out of the stall and everyone's like, why did like, you know, like kind of looking at me like yeah. appalled that my son said vagina at <laughs> yeah. such a young oh, right. age. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I don't, I don't laugh at him. I don't make right, him feel uncomfortable. I let him know everything because he obviously knows he sees mommy naked all the time. Right. That we have different right. sex organs. It's right. just different. So he asks about it instead of saying like, honey, you don't, you don't look at that. That's, you know, not right. I just explained to him. Right. And well, it's so important when he gets older that he just he just yeah. knows everything and it's not weird to him and it's not it's not anything sexual. We're human beings, so I just want him to be comfortable with all that. Well the uh, not having a mother, I was so obsessed with what a woman's body looked like mm-hmm. that uh, I may have told you this. When my grandmother would kiss me goodnight, I would just stare down her nightgown. Like, I just had to see what a woman looked like. I had yeah. no idea. And, uh, you know, the first time my, little, my son took a shower with me, he's about one and a half years old, and he's like, oh, mine's, yours is just like mine, which is it's kind of insulting. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if they're around it and you're honest about it, you know, they're, it's, not a, it's not a thing. Right. And, uh, yeah. But if you make it a thing, you know, it's, uh, you know, and you can't and boys shame do. them. You can't boys, shame them. Kids do say funny, funny things. You know, Jax was like the other day, my penis is getting very flat. He told me. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not what sure does what that, that mean. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Either, but. No, we'll Seba- no, we will literally be out in public and Sebastian will be like, mommy, my penis itches and like really loud. I'm yeah. like, okay, honey, it's a, just go ahead. Come behind mommy yeah. and scratch yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Kids this is, are funny. Yeah, yeah. Are funny. But, but you know what? Back to what you were saying about um, we were talking about not body shaming men. Right. I think it, it, it is a new form of feminism, neo feminism, because um, I feel like a lot of the older feminists was like, we hate guys. It was all about like right, they're true. they're this, they're that, and and Andrea for me Dworkin and for and like Doctor oh, Chris and McKinnon, yeah, oh, that, that's a, that uh, intercourse is rape. All intercourse. Well, wait, and that's the thing. And this, and this, yes. is, this is such an interesting topic because mm-hmm. there are people that still think feminism is women against men. Right. Yeah, and it's right. not. Right. It's not. not and that's all. not how we believe. And some no. feminists are like that. Yeah. To each his own. We try to change that, me and Dr. Chris. But we're both feminists and we, you know, and we don't body shame men because if a man can talk about, you know, a woman's vagina, how, you know, it has roast beef or like, you know, they like, right. kinda, they call it roast beef, but you know what I right. mean? Um, you know, it's, it's not, it, we don't want that to be said to us. So why would we talk about a guy having a small penis right. or something like that? Right. Um, it's just, it's just unfair. I so I don't, I don't laugh. I don't laugh at that, those Personally, things. Personally, I love hearing you say that. Which piece? But the, the, the defending guys with small penis. Oh yeah, it was like, there was a there was a time, and I know jokes are, but uh, where uh, my first divorce, my first wife, uh, she was on Saturday Night Live uh, hosting the first episode after our divorce, and I we'd been friends a long time before we got married, and I and I had a bunch of people over at the house, and I said, you know what, I bet we go back to being friends, you know, and so we were watching, and her first joke was something about Tom Arnold's three inch penis, and I went, <laughs> oh man, I, but I got to do my best joke ever which was yes but even a 747 looks small when it 
lands of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> now, that's an inappropriate, but unless she has done that joke before. Now, if I said that first, now, uh, but, but it's not about, yeah. well, you know, I, but you guys are comedians, We're comedians. It's, it's funny. Right, but, but, but hearing you say that, you know, and I think having a son, you know, and I think too with young teenage boys, you know, um, I feel for them too in those sexual kind of situations too, where they don't know what if they're awkward yeah and they don't know what uh you know and then someone needs to talk to them too okay but this is a topic that just was a big debate on my social media the whole idea that um people will delay being sexual because we're told that that's the important thing to do and then people assume that magically when you meet someone you want to be with you will somehow understand and have the skills necessary right. as though sex, sexual skills are not something you learn by having sex and mm -hmm. that it's not a healthy part of development it is teenagers need to be sexual right. that's how they learn to ask what they want that's how they learn what they don't want that's how they learn how to set boundaries that's how they learn you know, consent and all of that and so it's so <clears throat> important yeah I had one of my friends she, uh, she uh, her son had like a Pussy pocket or something? Is that what you call it? Like a device to have sex with. Well, yeah, to like jerk, to like jerk himself off. It was like a sex sleeve. You put warm water in it. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I mean, not that I know, but I actually got asked to be a spokesman for what I I had my assistant tested. He said it's really good. Yeah, but no, he he was like 16 years old. Yeah. And she she found it in his shower yeah. and she screamed at oh, him no. and she embarrassed him of in course. front of his girlfriend and like just screamed at him and I was just like and she calls me and she thinks that I'm gonna be like yeah that's it, you know what yeah. you were supposed to do and I was like you fucked up yep now he feels ashamed right. yep. now he's conscious of it and now like every time he does it, he's gonna be like fuck my mom like honestly you should have just left it in the shower and mind your business oh, I have a better he's not story. doing anything I have a wrong story. Yeah, by the way it's in the shower so he's keeping it clean usually we just use a glove or something <laughs> and uh give him points for keeping it yeah. hygienic also, right. I have a theory about boys too and man if we masturbated before we went out every night we would be in so much less trouble yeah if just before we go out we masturbate we would get in so much less trouble there's just something about it would slow us down enough that we just would stay out of a little bit of less trouble I don't yeah. know Tom <laughs> I when would. I was in high school uh, I would, no, I would when you were in high school yeah 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 no these days for sure it'll slow you down I was uh, I got a call from a girl a teenager and she was saying that her mom and dad found out that she was having sex I think she was like 16 or 17 and because she's a girl, mm -hmm. they thought there must be something disordered with her. Like there must be some kind of illness. Fuck, I just went to so, this with my family yeah, member. Yeah, they put her into a sex addiction treatment program. Wow. Um, now, you know that wouldn't have happened if she was a guy. Right. The worst part about it all for me is not just that the parents did that, but also that the clinicians weren't intelligent enough to say, that's what 16-year-olds do. They have sex sometimes. That doesn't Babe, mean that there's something broken with her. just yeah. happened with my family. I'm not gonna say who it is, but one of my family members got their kid on Prozac. Oh, killing me. Because something happened sexually, consensually. Right. And um and then the boy had broke up with her and it was just like that that's why, you know, like that because you did that, that's why that happened. This is a girl or a boy that a was girl. Put on Prozac. Uh it, because they were saying that she needed it's just because, you know, that that's what happens when you're easy, basically. Oof. 
and now you're depressed because he broke up with you and now you need to be on medication mm. which is horrible right. yeah not learning how to go through the natural stages of mourning and loss mm. when you get dumped that's I mean, it that's kind of part of that process right but oh, but shaming her for doing having sex yeah Look, as as a parent, you know, no one wants to necessarily hear. Maybe some are okay hearing, but not everyone wants to find out that their teenager is being sexual. Right. Nobody wants to hear it. But manage it in a way that isn't shaming. Right. Of course. Please don't send them to a therapist. When when I find out that my son is having sex or I see that, you know, he's going to have a girlfriend or something like that. I'm not going to say, listen, you're too young. You don't need to do that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say, this is how you do it. Right. Use a condom. Right. It's not just pregnancy. It's sexually transmitted right. diseases. I'm going to run down everything with him. Right. I'm not going to be like, you know, touch her boob first and then do this second. Right. I'm going to let him figure it out, that part on his own. But just to have communication with your kids and let them know the safest way to go about it. Because guess what? You can tell them not to have sex all That's you true. want. That's they're true. still going to do it. That's true. So let them do it right and protect right. themselves. Right. My, my experience but, as a stepfather was my, my 14-year-old uh stepdaughter uh, stuck around and she said she, she had her boyfriend stay all night. I saw it on the cameras. I was out of town and uh, I said, uh, did you guys do it? I had a lot of talks with her and finally she admitted it without a condom and I said, well, we're going to go get tested then because that's mm-hmm. what we got to do. Yeah. And by going to the hospital and getting tested, not humiliating, just the way you're supposed to do of it. Of course. You know, I think that message was, uh, uh, I think that was message enough that this is serious business and this is what what you do if you, you know. But that's, that's, kinda, yeah. that's the guidelines I give. So people I think say, her boyfriend was gay. You know, that's, 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 all, that's all Jewish girls' first boyfriends are gay. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> that complexifies the story just yes. a little bit. Uh, but that's why I try to tell people. So people say, well, when, when, uh, how do you know that you're mature enough and old enough to have sex? And I always say, if you're mature enough and old enough to understand the consequences and to do what their consequences require, such as if you don't have, you know, protected sex to go get tested, to take a pregnancy test and all that. If you're not ready or willing to do all that, then you're not ready to have sex. Right. If you're not willing to talk about it, discuss it, you're not aware of the consequences. Mm. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, so often alcohol is involved, uh, yeah. you know, uh, at least where I come from in the Midwest and, and, uh, you know, and, and people are, you know, and they don't think as well and they're, you know, very seldom, uh, with me growing up, is it a sober decision? Is it, uh, you know, we thought about it, we've discussed it, we, whatever it's a last, uh, you know, it's at the end of the night, we're very drunk. We're not, who cares if someone has a condom, we're just going to do this thing. Right. And, uh, but if you think about it, like it's an adult thing, right. you know, my sister is 14, my mother was 16. So very adult thing. Um, then, then it's, then it's good. If you just hit the point that here's what can happen. Here's what, uh, you know, and here's what you should do. Like Amber said, you know, it's, a, it's an adult thing for sure. And if yeah. the kid hasn't been exposed to comfort and confidence around discussing sex and body parts, then when that big moment happens, they're not going to have the confidence to ask for a condom or to say no, or to talk about what they're comfortable doing and not comfortable doing. Mm-hmm. That's why I tell parents talk about mm-hmm. it beforehand. But you know what the teenagers do nowadays? Like what I see online, um, it's almost, it's almost offensive if you ask to pull out a condom nowadays and it's so weird because a lot of girls like if a girl's like okay do you have a condom and the guy would be like 
you don't trust me? Like, come on right. now, you or, don't trust or me. Or what the guys say if the and girl busts out a handful of condoms and she's like, I got a whole bunch in my right. purse. She's a hoe. This came up on, on your show, mm-hmm. on VH1, where yeah. a girl said something about having a bunch in her nightstand and what will a guy think if she opens a drawer and there's just tons of condoms and lubes. And I'm like, I hope he thinks that you're a mature, confident adult. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. So there's a shame on both sides, right? right? That's horrible. Yeah. We all had one condom that we carried for about five years because we didn't use it. <laughs> <laughs> but so not, just in case. In case right. it comes up and somebody like, this, I got it. It's falling apart. It's been five years, huh? Yeah. But, but, uh, but, you know, don't you trust me is a classic guy line. Yeah. But that, no, even girls too. I see it with oh, girls yeah. too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Girls are like, well, you know, mm. why don't you trust me? Why do you want to use a condom with me? Yeah. And it's just the young kids nowadays. Do you think it's nowadays. the same reason? Uh, because uh, girls want to be pregnant? Do you think it's that, that NBA no. thing that uh, I think that they I think the young kids nowadays didn't see the AIDS epidemic the right, way that's we true. did. That's true. They didn't see that. You right. know, they didn't see people contracting HIV and AIDS and dying two weeks later. They right. didn't see all that. So we our generation kind of lived through that and we've seen that. You know right. what I mean? So I was terrified when I started having sex because I had there was people in my neighborhood that I knew were positive. Right. So you know, with the kids nowadays, they see Magic Johnson. He he been living forty five years right. with, with AIDS, you know, or HIV. Yep. So they did. They think that it's just, it's just not around anymore. It's not going to happen to them. It's not really a big deal because people aren't dying every day, you know. And then it's just it's more offensive. Like, what do you think I got something? Why do you want to use a condom with me? Right. But that comes from the parents. Like I said, you got to talk to your kids. Right, but they it's are so dying. By the way, they are dying every day. Yeah. Not in America as much, but in Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still not, it's still out there, you know, and uh, but Asia we, as we well. just aren't aware. We yeah. just are not aware of, uh, you know, it's just not like it was in 1983 where it's, woof. Yeah. You know, and we like to ignore stuff. and. Well, that's because people, it's not that people mm-hmm. don't have it. They have it out here. They're yeah. just not Treat- dying. Yeah. They they look healthy. You'll never even know. Right. You know? Yeah, and there's also different treatments now. That's, that's also a point. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. You don't know. You, yeah. But you there's ways to They look super now. healthy. Like, they're yeah. muscular. They're popping. Their right. bodies are banging. You would right. never even think. Well, it's, you know, in America, it isn't. A death sentence anymore it's a chronic ailment to be treated but it isn't a death sentence and so uh, accordingly people have adjusted and they now have something out called prep which if taken every single day they claim you have a 99 percent chance of not getting um of not having uh hiv transmitted and if yeah. you get your viral load down to zero you cannot transmit the disease so mm. people are on meds based on the fact from the medication they cannot transmit it to anyone so it's more about, I think, getting rid of the stigma so if people feel comfortable and willing going to get tested and not feeling like people will treat them differently, then they can get their viral loads down and then they can't transmit, transmit it to anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we talk yeah. about PrEP. Like, have you heard of PrEP? Have you? I mean, I I've heard, heard of, of right. PrEP. Yeah. But it's out there. And this right. is what's really wild. Why are people not being told about this? Right. But I think they finally, after having it accessible for the past five or six years, they might have had one case where someone maybe became positive. Right. Otherwise, there's a 100% rate of non-transmission. Well, they, well, the reason why people that don't know about wild. PrEP is because you don't see it anywhere. They I know. Don't, they, but right. you see AIDS Healthcare Foundation For everywhere. Sure. But the AIDS Healthcare Foundation is a anti-sex shit show. Mm-hmm. And are, are, I don't know really, I don't understand what their full platform is really based upon, but they are anti-things like PrEP and they're pro-condom. But the message is people aren't wanting to use condoms. And we have to meet people where they're at. If people aren't using condoms, we can't keep shaming them. We have to say, let's come up with something else. And this 
this pharmaceutical company has. It's called PrEP. And if yeah. you take it every day as prescribed, and a lot of insurance companies cover it, you go to Kaiser, it's free. Yeah. If you take it every day, you're good. <laughs> but that's like what they do. That, that, that's a, like they do that in high school with the kids. They're like, okay, let's not give them condoms because then we're saying we want you to have sex. Right. And it's right. like, no, they're going right. to have right. sex. Right. Yeah. So give them condoms right. so they don't have to go to the store and buy them because yep. they're fucking expensive. Right. You know, yeah, they are. They're expensive. <laughs> and not right. everyone has like the, uh, it lives in a city like we do where they have free ba- uh, baskets of them. Like I walked right. down Sunset Boulevard and the cafes have like big fish balls full of free condoms you can grab, which is pretty cool. Yeah, right. it's pretty right, cool. Right. Yeah. But that's not in the rural areas. Right. Yeah. They should, so, I definitely think they should do that at every high school. They should. Same with needles. Like, like an addict is not going to use a dirty needle. Right. You know. Yeah. No, we're we're, we're going to, I'm an addict. I'm a recovering addict. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to get high. Whether yeah. the needles doesn't dirty matter. Or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. So if, if you're if you're a smart place like you know in Vancouver and all these places that got really smart about it. Oh yeah. You know, look at the rates of uh, transmitted diseases are way down for sure because they're they're smart. Yep. Yeah. yeah. True that. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play it. You guys brought up something that was actually something you're going to talk about today. So mm-hmm. in Oregon, is it Oregon? Oh, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, a judge just said that it's okay for women to now go topless in a town in Colorado. I'm all for that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. this is ready for this though. This is what mm-hmm. I circled this like five times. But this happened in Italy this. as well, right? Wasn't there something about masturbating in public or did you bring that part up? Was that masturbating or was or it? Or was it just you're allowed oh, to be naked? Mas- no, it was masturbation in public. But wait, listen to this. This is this is the best part ever. Yeah. Some of the people against this said that topless women might cause distracted driving and traffic issues. Okay. <laughs> who are the Who are the people oh against God. this? Come on, that's amazing. I want to see their pictures. Uh, I'll tell you, <laughs> Fort Collins Police Services Assistant Chief Jerry Shager said that. Oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Fucking He's such asshole. a downer. He's always he's such a bummer. Oh my God. Such a but fucking bummer. What's so cool is the judge was saying that it's discrimination against women. Yeah, and that if men can walk around mm. their nipples blazing, G- so giant, can women. Giant fat guys could do it. I've, I've seen it. Have I you mean, seen the from Iowa? If you stood up, they, 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 male with a female, their chest can yes. often look the same. What when is I, the distinction? When I'm at my right? fattest, I have bigger boobs than all my sisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, that's all fine and dandy, but in fact, we we relish it. You go yeah. to a basketball game, you got the five big guys out there, fl- you know, with their boobs, you know, dancing. Uh-huh. America loves fat guys with their boobs out. <laughs> but women, oh my God, how dare they? Oh, I know, I know. Shame. Well, that's the thing it's is because, yeah, because they look at our boobs as a, as a sexual part of our body right. when really they're there to feed our children. Right. You know? And how dare you feed your children at McDonald's? Oh, oh my God. Don't try to do that. Please don't give me stuff. I cannot yeah. wait to have another kid because I'm going to have my tits out everywhere yeah. breastfeeding. I can't. <laughs> On purpose, I like can't wait both tits, and yeah. he'll be on one. Trust me. Yes. Oh man, I, I can't, can't wait. wait. Rots is gonna be all around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. I can't fucking wait. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. This will probably get shot down, but um, it was. It's nice that there's a, a brief moment of toplessness in this Colorado town. I don't know how. Yeah. how but what about the okay. masturbation? That was the lie. Oh, so in Italy, there was. It wasn't Italy-wide. It was like a small. I can't remember the story now. I think it was a town in Italy. And basically, they passed a law that you can masturbate outside wherever you want, as long as children aren't around. Right. Remember? If there's That's a child right. around, you can't. But you can just be on a park bench and just masturbate out in public. 
whenever. You Wait want. a minute, you, you can't right now? You can. I think oh, that's okay. what I, I always thought you could. So while you were over there doing sorry. that, at that time, no, you weren't oh, supposed to. Okay. But props to you. I you thought that's very what sex positive. Were for. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, that's a bad law. You go in the bath. You could just uh, whatever. Oh, wait till you. I whatever. mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want people. Maybe they're. You know, maybe I just I feel like it's not very sanitary. That is exactly oh. what you said that time yeah. too. Yeah. For sure. What's the cleanup like? Yeah. yeah if you I mean, you know what I mean? If you can't there. pee there, you, you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a icky. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cross oh, the ass. The changes. The oh, changes in the world. Yeah. Um, so, here you go. <laughs> why, why you hand this to me? You really want to go through it? <clears throat> All right. So, Tom. Go through it. Yes. So, uh, yes. as a sex therapist. Yes. And as someone who works really hard in sex positivity. Yes. One area of the world or of the field that really gets slammed and everyone's obsessively writing about is porn. Right. Okay. We live in a very porn phobic culture. Right. So, as someone who works with a lot of porn performers. Yes. I have a lot of friends in the porn industry. I, I've dated a lot of people in the porn industry. Right. Um, I've taken it upon myself to write about the important positive therapeutic effects of porn. Oh, good. Because believe it or not, as a doctor. Yes. I have prescribed porn for a multitude of reasons. Okay, good. I so like it. I put out it. a list, and oh, this is on my social media. Wait, uh, do you do you watch porn? Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. About the road, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite kind of porn? Uh, I like uh, lately uh, uh, the the stepmother uh, da- stepdaughter uh, porn uh, <laughs> on Pornhub. It's really quick. And, that uh, is popular. I, well, I uh, watched that actually. Well, I clicked on it. Yeah, um, and Especially I was like, if you have two stepdaughters. Anyway, uh, it, uh, you know, really quick on the road. I will say this another hit uh with jacks was 18 months he i, I had my ipad and he he, he grabbed it oh, and, he, and he programmed it by uh code by passcode yeah. which i have no idea he knew how to do that he uh, did yes they and, do. And it came up porn hub because i that was the last thing i looked at when i was on the road so i gotta be very careful about that <laughs> oh yeah but uh well, history, but, you know, history. I, I like uh i don't i'm not a big fan of, of uh seeing uh giant penises you know because of uh, self-esteem but um, yeah, uh, women uh, massaging each other. I'm a big fan yeah. of. And then like soft core lesbian. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, lesbian for sure. Tom, what do you think Amber's favorite is? Because um, any, anyone who's listened to our show more than once knows at yeah. this point. What do you think her favorite style? Not style, but theme, we'll give you three guesses. Porn theme. Well, uh, uh, I bet there's some. Uh, <laughs> is there big black penises involved? Uh, no, no. Are there women. Nope. Women. Nope. No, it's not about that. Go, go, go dirtier. Oh, really? <laughs> dirtier. Oh, but more visual. Oh, okay. Uh, oh my God. Uh, uh, help me, help me. Cream pie. Okay, I didn't want to go. I was. Thinking, <laughs> if you I'm go through your search house, engine, it's like cream pie oh plus. It's all cream pie. I got. Yeah. I know what that is. Believe yeah. me, she's all about she, it. I mean, she's yeah. such a sweetheart. <laughs> And, uh, but I'm glad to hear that. But the, actually, you just nailed it. I just so don't like the money Amber, shot. No, Amber yeah. will say the sweetest things, right? I'll, yeah. be, I'll be having a conversation with her, and she'll be like, sweet and glowing, yes. and she's all compassionate, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And then something will happen. She'll be like, yeah, I want to come on my face. Yeah, and I'm always yeah. like, who are you? Yeah. Like, where did that girl I, come I actually from? like with, from the perspective I am of, like until that. the guy starts talking. <laughs> Whether it's a perspective where you see the woman and you can see the, but then the guys, the guys ruin it. They have to start talking.
talking the you know during the video. <laughs> so guys are always such dumbasses. You know, the, the woman sounds she's got oh sexy, sexy, and then the guy has to start showing off, and he ruins it. Anyway. Yeah, I I, I I mute it for sure. Yeah, yeah. you gotta mute it because yeah. it, you know, um, I was watching. Um, I was watching a uh, uh, cream pie compilation. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, they have a lot of cream too. I noticed they must say, I wonder if they it ain't all real. I just like the, I like the aspect real. of like it's guys. Not, okay. not all real. Okay. They use a little baggie with a little white spoon. Is that true? Cut the end off and they squirt I need to believe that. Yeah. I need to believe Sorry that. Sorry to ruin your, yeah. Okay, good. Um, so I forgot where I was going with the story. Cream pie compilation. There you uh, were. Oh yeah, board. so it was a cream. Yeah, it was a cream pie comp- compilation. Yeah. And um, I just like the element of like a, a bunch of guys taking turns. I think that's right. Really hot. Something I would never bring myself to do, right. but it's more like a fantasy. So, so I like watching it. Um, but um, so I had the volume on a little bit. And the lady was like, yeah, I'm pregnant now. Oh, my God. And I was like, I'm I'm dry. I am so dry. Yeah. I just, I was so turned off. And then I thought about my son and I was like, oh. Don't let the mind wander. I gotta gotta get the fuck out of here. I deleted the history. I was like, I'm done. Here's the only thing. You know that a man wrote that line. (laughs) No woman would say that. That's the thing, you know, with with porn is anytime there's a guy at a desk oh what are you doing you know you know he's the financier or something because he's disgusting the women are beautiful something is going you know but uh yeah that's uh but it's probably good for your face because you know you buy a lot of that uh you know women buy those products that are good for your skin like kapari yeah like kapari yeah Yeah. oh you're talking about getting like a facial yeah i love that yeah it's you know my uh, guys i feel like they like you just said they look at me as like a sweet angel and like when we hang out it's just like i don't know they almost feel bad to give me a facial even though i want it they're like oh i I feel bad because i I can hold both yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be sweet and loving, and I can yeah. do dirty things too at the yeah. same time. Yeah, like I can hold both. Call yeah. me later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Slay. laughs> especially when you when you think about how tight your skin is, you're thinking I'm doing her a favor. Right. <laughs> this is what love looks yeah, yes, like. Exactly. I care about you. Why yes. would I hold that? Yeah. I'm with you, Tom. Yeah. Nah, for yeah. sure. You know what's going and, on? Yeah. So, so wait. So what? So what's your favorite <clears throat> group? numbers what do you mean men and women orgy yeah yeah i like one-on-one bores me and i don't know if that's from i'll tell you this so because the kind of work i do and i sit with people for over a decade and a half helping them Mm -hmm. get comfortable and confident hearing about their sex lives and all its entirety there's a possibility that i i need to push the boundaries a little more than most people because Mm -hmm. clinically i've heard everything and so it's not arousing anymore but like groups and numbers i I absolutely love and i need i don't ever watch porn when they all take turns and they switch switch off right yeah 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 men and women both i'm not mad at that right Right, I'm not man. mad at that. Yeah, yeah, I but, like double penetration. But I'm as into well. it in real like life too. too. You, a lot of your porn use, you like to just keep fantasy based. I'm, yeah. I'm into. I'm into actually having it in real life. He calls me right. vanilla. Like I'm well, like. She is. <laughs> I say that with because I yeah. never had anal. I never like. I right. had one threesome. I didn't like it. It was horrible. Right. I'm just. I'm just. I'm a lover. I'm a right. passionate lover. I like. 
I like to be in love with one person and just right. have those moments. And I like, believe that. Yeah. The threesome, was it uh, two guys and you or two? Oh, it was a girl and another guy. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, I was single. They were both my friends. Right. Um, and then, you know, I, I always talk about sex on my show, on my podcast. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. Fuck right. it. And I just, I did not enjoy it at all. Right. Because a lot of my friends in Iowa say, yeah, I did a threesome, but it's it's my two of my fat friends and one woman. And I'm like, it's really you two, buddy. You know, two of my best friends yeah. are super close to each other, naked in bed. And this woman is kind of observing. Actually, it's more of a gay twosome is what it really is. Oh, careful, Tom. Careful, Tom. I know, but I'm, just, I'm explaining to my friends, it's not like Hollywood, guys. You guys are together, really. Yeah. Let's cut out the middleman, and why don't you guys be together? So, right. you know, and I always got to, you know, when you're gay, you got to pretend you're something else. Oh, yeah. wait, wait, say again? In say Iowa, again? when you're gay, oh, whether, as a man or woman. Got it. Like, I have a brother. They're just small-minded out there. Yeah, well, they... It's hard to tell who is they're they're very open minded as far as women's issues. Like women rule. Like our women's uh, and this is a bad example, but women's sports are way ahead of men's sports. Women women run farms when they're fourteen. Mm. Women do everything that men oh. do. Women decide sexually way ahead of men. Women, there's no, oh, you're in this place, you're in this place. Um, all my girlfriends growing up decided, oh, you know what, tonight we're doing it. Okay, and I'm like, oh, okay. Just tell me what I do. Um, I wish I could be a fly on the know, wall. But, uh, but, but, you know, as far as the, uh, you know, my brother, when he came out as uh, gay, and I knew he was gay, because I, I, I live out here, I have a lot of gay friends, I was so scared that people that are telling me Iowa would be mean to him, and uh, and uh, he went, he had a black boyfriend too, and I was like, oh my God, he's gay with a black boyfriend, <laughs> oh my and he's God. going back to tell, and I think that the, the in information- Iowa, yes, so it's in already- Iowa. Yeah. And, and my, he, he, the information was so much, gay and black boyfriend right. that everybody just accepted him and it turned out great plus my boyfriend my brother is he's kind of a badass and he he's like hey they better accept me because you know they don't have no other choice and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's uh, you know it's uh, it's a lot more that's open cool though. Than I, like, I like to hear stories like yeah. that and yeah. also as the longer people are together the more they look alike yeah, and I, well, I have oh, to tell you, I know, I know, I to, you know, gay, straight, whatever. In Iowa, you cannot tell people apart. I don't think I've ever together. been to Iowa. Yeah, but they, I've they never start been to Iowa. A picture. They, they get the same haircut. They get the same shirt. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it's true. That's so you funny. Know? And then at 50, a lot of, of times they'll get divorced, and then the woman will. You have have a woman fall in love with a woman, which is what she always wanted to do. When she, but she had a family, and that happens all the time. Oh yeah, you know they raise the family; they're Catholics or whatever, and then they fall in love with their true love, who is their best friend, and they and they get a divorce. You know, and that happens a lot. And they finally come out that they're gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I would think that it would be like that in Iowa. I've yeah. never been there, but I can only assume it would be like a, a bit backwards or yeah. not as easy to come out in in a, in a state like that. Right. Yeah. Move him to here, LA, and he yeah. would live the life. Right. Like no one. You know. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, I will say this too about Iowa. 
if you are, because uh, people always talk about race and stuff like I'm Jewish, there's two Jews in our town, not enough to hate, I always said. But we, uh, like if you were black in my town, you were the homecoming king because you were better than us. Like you, if you, anything different than us, you're better. You're the homecoming queen. And people really? always say, well, you're from a small town, probably a lot of racism. No, no, you're better than us. Because oh, we that. have a, this, uh, Religious thing that, that oh if you're Dave you're different than us you're better you're exceptional yeah Yo, you're wow, you're that's better beautiful. and oh, that's wow. how people this is Iowa yeah it's small towns with you if you're different you're better oh yeah the, the biggest sin is to have an ego or brag or whatever and someone moves into town and they're different oh yeah you're better oh than so us. they pray they make them feel comfortable and yeah they, they that's do cool. we just know you're better you're better than us you're different yeah you're you, we yeah. That's so. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't hear a lot about that, but that is real, and it's a sort of the Lutheran thinking of yeah, we're not as good as you. You're better than us. We we will worship you. <laughs> that is true. You're selling, that you're is selling true. tourism to Iowa. Yes. Hardcore. Yes. All, all, yeah. the, all the women love you. All the men want to be you, and that is just how it is. Um, you want to you want to answer some questions? Want to get some? Yeah, let's do it. We got callers sitting on the line. You ready, Tom? Yeah. Do we? Oh, shit, that's right. I'm used to being live where they're ready. Oh, yeah. I literally thought you were going to Come like, on, Anne. <laughs> I thought they were literally sitting on hold. This Get is a your big production together. here. This, man, you guys have a lot of stuff. <laughs> My bad. You have a beautiful home, too. Thank you. Yeah, for people that are listening, um, we built a studio in my house. I know, it's huge. It's great. So it's easy for me to still, you know, be around my son yeah. and get some work done. So Tom, you're so you're going on tour. You do yeah. you enjoy that, or is that where you are? I do. I do. I go out once or twice a month, and uh, I love it. I've been a stand up. You know, it's my original uh, job uh, since 1982. The University of Iowa I started, and uh, I love doing it. Um, you know, I also write, uh, uh, and I do. Uh, I act, and I do a lot of things. I have to do a lot of things. You know, if I could be George Clooney and be a big movie star, that's what I do. But you know, it's uh, it's fun. You get out and uh, you you really know if you just are filming here in Los Angeles in the soundstage, you don't really know what's going on in America. But if you get out and perform for people and actually spend time with them, yeah. You know, and after each show, I I I'll take pictures with anybody. I have a kids camp that that I sell t-shirts for but I say hey buy a t-shirt or not let's we'll do a picture and it's it's great because they line up and you can tell they got something to say and it might be hey uh, I liked this movie or when I was a kid this happened to me because I talk pretty openly about things that happened to me you know in my life and and uh it, it it's for myself you know it's, it seems like it's for them but it's really for me i so make that get connection that. i love it so, you know what though when they're waiting in line like when i yeah. went on my book tour i felt bad because people would come up and they're waiting forever and they want to like tell you this huge story and there's like a yeah. line of people behind the waiting. yeah and the security's like yeah, all and everyone's right like, look at the clock they yeah. hurried yeah. up and they've opened up and told just long deep dark story and you're like i want to be present to what you're saying right. but i also need to like when i when i went on my book tour PETA literally came to every city oh and God. threw books at me. Yeah. yeah. Wait, why? Yeah, because I do? wore fur maybe twice uh, my whole yeah, life. Yeah. yeah, they don't come to Iowa. Let me tell you why. Uh, about <laughs> ten years ago, uh, the Pork Queen is our number one uh, 
that that the every pork, ca- queen? pork pork queen every county 99 counties has a competition because we're the pork capital of the world and we elect a pork queen and it is the biggest honor you can have oh poor as in poverty p-o-r-k okay oh got it that is the title and every girl goes out for it let me tell you it's the biggest thing at the state fair we choose the pork queen and this little girl this is 16 years old she she got pork queen and she's a big honor and somebody from PETA took a pie and hit her in the face so hard and oh. all the farmers just beat the shit out of all oh them and this poor little girl yeah. you That's know horrible. because we you know we're farmers we're whatever and, and they don't consider that they consider that a high praise you know because that's what we do we're farmers and they that's the last time they ever came back to iowa because oh, they, they they're against the meat whatever right. but they, it's a little girl who worked and and competed and you know it's about scholarships and oh whatever. that's good i was gonna ask you what they go on to yeah. do yeah they <laughs> where's do. the poor queen it's, it's, go, i, like I swear to you it seems like. weird but it's such an honor in iowa to be the iowa pork queen that's i cool. know and, you know and uh and you know you get to go to the university of iowa and you get all this other stuff and and they hit her in the face and then and all hell broke loose they, these old farmers got on top of them they haven't come back damn yeah all right well we're gonna go to a caller we have anthony on the line hi anthony hi how you guys doing hey you what's going on man hey what's up what's your question okay my question is well me and my uh wife we uh now we i'm I'm gonna say we've been married for four years and um we we've always kind of had ever since even when we started dating we kind of had like a somewhat open relationship in some ways We've done swinging a couple times, and now we're considering going into interracial like, cuckolding. And my wife, my wife really wants to do it because she, oh, I'm gonna say she's from the South originally, and so she has like that sort of taboo thing about it. We're we now live in Ohio, but um, mm-hmm. <laughs> my thing is when she it was, is it basically it's like sort of this cuckolding is the same thing as like I want to say like uh, procedures as swinging in some ways, or is it different? So it, cuck, cuck, that's that's when couples switch and they no, they're that's the when generally and Anthony, you weigh in on what you're looking for, but stereotypically, it's when the husband watches another man with his wife. So is that what was, is that what it is, Anthony? Is that what you're looking yeah. for? So you want to yeah. watch a, a, a you are what what race are you? We're both white. Okay, so you want to watch a guy of a different race have sex with your wife? Yes. Um, and she's is, not comfortable with it, or she is. She, uh, she's actually really comfortable. We're just, she's just kind of nervous about it. She really, she kind of wants to do it, but she's like, oh, I don't know. You know, she's like, what does she not know about? You guys have have gone swinging before. Well, he so said she's had, from the south. Is is it like the race issue? Yeah, is it the racial piece? She, or? That's what that's what turns her on about it, which is interesting. Yeah. She's turned on about it, about the, you know the whole race thing, cause, but. You know, she's just uh, she's kind of looking into it because she's we've actually she's actually been talking to a couple that's done this before on like online, mm-hmm. and she's been she's you know they've talked on the phone and everything, and they're they're kind of saying you know just make sure you have guidelines and rules and always here's the thing. <clears throat> Always discuss beforehand what it is you're comfortable doing and what you're not comfortable doing. Talk about your expectations, like what you're hoping to see. Also, I love the idea if you're not confident enough to say, hey, you know what? I actually want to stop. This isn't feeling good or turning me on anymore. If you're not comfortable being that bold, you need some kind of like safe word to say, I want to stop this. But also remember that whatever goes quote unquote wrong, you guys can rebound from this and you can learn from it. You don't have to do it again. So when people are interested in trying something, I say to them, try it. 
And if it doesn't work, have a conversation afterwards and say, well, I don't necessarily want to do that again. Didn't go well for me. Right. Yeah. You know? Right. But I love that you guys are experimental. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. You're not. <laughs> no, Tom's no, not ha- Tom, no. that's not going to happen at your household anytime soon? No, no. But that, that, I know myself. I'm not, uh, you know, I, 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 if it was. If you get it, jealous. I, I would be. Myself, if it could be one-sided, I'd be <laughs> right. all up for that, but I'm not for, for <laughs> You'd want to be watched, well, not the watcher. I, I would just, if it was, you know, if I had the pass, I suppose I would use it, whatever, but but when it has to be, I'm, I'm very selfish, and, you know, I, I like, I, I can just see a lot of problems coming up. Plus, when I was young, you know, I did a lot of things, and, you know. Um, you did a lot of things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did enough, things. I did enough. You know, no, that's so. how, I mean, that's, that's why Dr. Chris calls me vanilla, because because yeah. it's like I would I, I couldn't so props to you Anthony yeah. that's awesome man I hope you I hope you guys enjoy it call yeah. back and let us oh, know thanks, how thanks, it went I appreciate it yeah, yeah. He, right, yeah, he sure. seems cool about it that, you know he keeps he's got a good attitude and uh, he's got a good you know, attitude you know <laughs> <laughs> like he's doing it for long. I can yeah. ne- I'm so. I would be so jealous. I would. Oh my no, god. I would too. I would. Too. I can't. I can't you know. I. I'm telling you, it can be one of the most arousing things because that 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 anxiety of jealousy can also be the same anxiety of arousal. Yeah. <clears throat> I dated spike. someone that was like that, and no, I couldn't. Do I, it. Look, I've dated people in the porn industry, and so mm-hmm. I've learned to watch them with other people. And I and and but is it different than in real life? I mean, is it? It is and it isn't. It is and it isn't. Like it it really, really, it really, really depends on the person and the relationship you have. Because even though I know that when someone works in porn, um, their body's tired. Yeah, it's hours and hours of work. It's not necessarily what someone that they've chosen or they're attracted to. And um, they come home tired, right? And, and it wasn't necessarily fun. The the visual of seeing them with someone else, yeah. whether it's on screen or in my bedroom, feels somewhat similar to right. me. Well, um, I tell you, a long time ago, I did this movie called Happy Endings. I liked it, and Maggie Gyllenhaal is this great young actress, and she played my girlfriend. And, and I, it was at Sundance Film Festival. It was the first film, and I was sitting there next to Maggie and Jake, her brother, and her mom and dad. And then all of a sudden, I realized, oh my God, there's a sex scene coming up. <laughs> of course, my shirt is off, but I'm laying on right. the bottom, flat. Of course, she's on top of me topless and I'm like I put my head down because I'm, I'm so embarrassed and she grabs my hand and says watch this with me it's beautiful so I'm watching myself grabbing and she puts her hands my hands on her boobs and it's happening it's all whatever and I'm watching it and it is beautiful all of a sudden my wife at the time taps me on the shoulders and goes why are you holding hands with a woman you're having sex with on screen and I go I don't know I think it's an actor thing but please let me do it okay you know like it's a it was an acting thing right. but, it, but it, I could tell it bugged Yes, yeah, yeah, but I love that Maggie was, was like, it's a beautiful yeah, thing. I know, it's to art. her it was, to her meant nothing. <laughs> Did you, you didn't to me, to, it meant everything. But Tom, you didn't happen to catch the, the expressions on her parents? Like, what were they doing? They, yeah. they, they were dance director, they're, well, they're filmmakers as well. They're yeah, yeah, okay. so they're nothing. But, you know, I do remember the day that we broke up with that movie, and that was a sad day for me. Like, I was way <laughs> into it. Yeah. I was pleading with the director, why did why, why you have to break up? You know, was, I got way too into it. But, um, but, but, to, to normal people, they they do their work, they leave it at home, you know. But to some people, it's it's harder. Yeah, you know. All right, um, we have Monica on the line. Monica, hi, Monica. Hello, how's it going? Hi, honey. What's your question? 
Um, I just wanted to know your guys' opinion on how you differentiate between love and lust. Ooh. <laughs> Girl, and lust. I can't I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I that's I've been fucked up in the game for a long time. Oh, you had to ask Amber Dr. Wishes Chris. She Lust? knew. <laughs> it I, made her I, love I, life I, a lot different. Yeah, I have no idea. I love everybody. Tell me, tell me <laughs> okay. more, Monica. Which, um, what makes you ask that question? Just because I'm with someone, but I can't tell if what I feel for them is just like the sex that I have with them, or if I like actually have feelings for them, or if it like reflects from. Them. Well, I, okay. So I think it's if. A few things which and I don't know I see I don't know the difference but I know like when I felt like I was in love with someone like they looked perfect to me like there was nothing about them that turned me off right. they could have right, right. they can have stinky underarms Bam. or boogie right. or like definitely lust so, so, open. yeah and it, I would just be like oh you're going poop it's so yeah. cute you know like yeah. okay. you know what I mean so like I, I guess I would associate that with Love or could that be lust as well? well that's love. That's, I, a, that's a different pair of glasses. I right? you're in love. You put a pair of love glasses. I, on nothing bothers you. Nothing bothers you. Yeah. For me, for me, and again, this is maybe a really complex answer. For me, love and lust are going to exist at the same time. If I love someone, lust needs to be there, and lust is a component of that. Because for me, if okay. I'm going to be romantic and relational and committed to someone, lust has to be a component to that. Um, so can you just love someone and not have a sexual interest or compatibility with them? Absolutely. Welcome to my clinical office where people come in and they're like, what? I love my husband or wife, but I have no sexual compatibility or interest or drive towards them. Mm. That breaks my heart. So for me, I have to have both going if I'm going to be in a relationship with someone. And if I only have one or the other, then they're meant to be someone I'm just having sex with or someone who's a friend. Well, also, right. like Amber, uh, there's people that uh, that uh, that didn't know you, and then you become famous, and they lust for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I don't know. I I think they they may love you too because they love what you represent. They love it, but when but there's a lot of lust there. Tom, too. look over there. Right. Look yeah. at this. Look at right here. I know exactly, <laughs> exactly. There's a picture of Amber Top. But there's also people. Too. There's also people that you do probably when you were a teenager that you had pictures on your wall that you were lusting for. Oh, Jonathan you, Taylor Thomas. And oh Slash. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. That is a yeah. wide continuum. Yeah. JTT and yeah. Slash. Yeah. Yes, both, I wanted both of them at the same yes. time. I didn't. I love. Oh yeah. man, people love Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. Was, I, see, yeah. this is. I'm trying to make everything like a teachable moment. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just telling you, as as a, as a marital therapist, like, if you're going to be in a committed monogamous relationship, please have both. I just feel the need to like throw that out there to those that are listening. Seek both because if you just love them, love them, but be their friend. And if you just lust right. after them, just have sex That's with them. That's so true. Right. But please don't confuse it. Okay. But work, But if you don't have the lust right today, keep working at it. No. Yeah. Don't just throw it away. Yeah. You know, to go, you go through cycles. <laughs> you do. You for know, sure. That's, that's for just, sure. Uh, that's for why sure. you go see you. That's right. talk to you. And, that's right. And uh, maybe if there's something going on. And that's right. You figure I'll it out. I'll say this though, Tom. If it I was, definitely wish I had Dr. Chris during my was, separation. If it was right. never there, it's not going to be there. I can't make people lust. I can just help them 
increase what had already been there at one time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can That's work good. with what was there, but I can't create compatibility or attraction if it was never. But there. if it was there once, I'm working with it. Okay. There work you go. That's yeah, right. for sure. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Monica. Thanks. Jonathan Taylor, <laughs> Thomas, and Slash. My brain is still trying no, to. Like I like that combination. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like I'm still like that. I still yeah. like that. I, you know what? I like really, really smart guys, like yeah. super smart guys. That and I like clean cut guys. But I also like the guys that wake up and smell like Jack Daniels and they're tatted and they're yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, fucking play the guitar and shit. Like I, <laughs> I don't know. And he says it all the time, Tom. Like I literally don't have a type. Yeah. Right. I just like Which what I great. like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it's young, I would old, say that too. Doesn't matter. Right. I, Black you white. Also, I also matter. love your your um what word do I want to use? Uh your your body arousal. You go for all body types too, like in the yeah. most beautiful way. Right. But also Slash does it isn't exactly who you think he is. Like he's an interesting guy. Mm-hmm. If you think about his mother, if yeah. you think about where he came from. Wait, what's, I don't know he's, I, I'm very interested in him. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Because his mother was on the Jeffersons. Uh, she was she an actress. Was? She made the next door neighbor the, who was that. married to the white guy. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, you know, he's, uh, he's Jewish and there, there's a lot of interesting things about him. You know, he's very smart. Mm-hmm. You know, but he was in this hard He's still like, so, he's very soft spoken. Yes. I met him a few times. Yeah. He's soft spoken. Yeah. Um, the first three times I met him, I cried yeah, every time. <laughs> and so like, so like now every time I run into him, cause I go see him every time yeah. he performs in LA and shit, he's like, Amber, please don't cry again. Just, <laughs> just fucking relax. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll try. Yeah. Um, but we have Jenna. We have Jenna. Oh, good, on. good. Hey Jenna, you're on with me, Dr. Chris and Tom. What's your question? Hi, I was just wondering, what should I do like, if like, I was pressured to smoke? What kind of smoking are we talking about? Cigarette. Oh, Amber, I'm going to let you take that one, because Amber used to be a smoker, and she since stopped. What made you stop smoking? Well, like I was just taking health class in college, and then it just made me realize... Don't smoke. I'll just jump right in. Don't smoke. There's not one good reason for someone, you know, to start smoking cigarettes. It's bad for your body. And you might not realize that until you're a little bit older. Because when you're young, your vascular system is powerful enough that you won't notice any issues. But when you get older, especially, I'll go to the sexual pieces. You're going to have sexual functional issues. You have, there's cancers. Yeah. There's, I mean. It's the hardest thing to quit. I'll go to the addiction (laughs) pieces. It's harder to quit than heroin. Yeah. And uh, that's a fact. And I quit a lot of things. And uh, even getting off Nicorette took me 12 years. So, you know, um, I miss it. Uh, Nicorette's, they'd be good Nicorette now. But I mean, smoking, uh, you know, and uh, I just wouldn't. And don't vape. And let's just throw that out there too. Vaping is still the inhalation of nicotine. So don't, you know, people are trying to write that off as like the better form. No, let's just not smoke. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you so much. Now, I, I feel the need to circle back to something. Yeah. <clears throat> I like to give Amber, no, no, I'm actually going to circle further back. Okay. I like to give Amber homework. Amber, next time you go into the bathroom, you need to get a hand mirror. Why? Because you don't pee out of your vagina. I don't? No, there's two holes. You pee out of your urethra, which is above your vagina. Urethra. Mm. Which is, Yeah. But I thought the whole thing was a vagina. Uh, well, I'm just <laughs> just, uh, just for the listeners because I will get tweeted at and get yelled at yeah. for having let you say that you pee out of your vagina. 
Oh, so I'll tell Sebastian yeah, I pee out of my ear. <laughs> <laughs> I will right. get tweeted it's at and yelled at. They, like, they fact honey, check no, everything mommy I does say not, or do. Mommy does not pee out of her vagina. It's my urethra. <laughs> just say there's the vulva. I will get tweeted at and yelled at. So oh, it's I a fucking, it's a vagina. The yeah. whole thing. Is I'm a just, vulva. just for those that are fact checking. <laughs> Oh my God! Is it true the guys put uh, things in their in their the their sure. hole? It's called yeah. sounding. Okay, uh, sounding uh, a metal rod. Hopefully, it's lubed. Yep, for sure. Yeah, it's dangerous because yes, you have to understand depth. Yep, tears that it, can occur and uh, infections. Yeah. So they put it in there while having sex. This or? is so like I can feel it. It's hard to talk about this. They yeah. they no. Did you ever try it? No, I can't. That like it, yeah. I can. It hurts my body. They'll slide it in their pee hole. Right, like a metal rod while erect. Right, but and then and then have sex or just Don't leave masturbate. it in there. Masturbate. Right. What for? What pleasure? But like, it makes my body cringe. Right. I'm not saying that those enjoy it shouldn't. It just I like my body twitches when I hear that because I can't. That for me is I can't right. do that. Oof. Right. Is that good? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but yes, Tom. Thank you. For okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. I heard some stories. I know a lot of nurses, so I hear the best, the best stories. And uh, the Richard Gear story. Do you think that's true? Is this a durable thing? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I hear I hear a lot of everything, and I've heard people put yeah. some really fascinating things inside of themselves. Right. So part of me says it's possible. Yeah, right. for sure. Like, what's the craziest thing you've ever heard somebody put in their butt? Uh, the craziest thing. I mean, Gerbils. Oh, man, it's really hard. <laughs> uh, um, what do you call it? Pool balls. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, a is that pool, pool ball? ball? Is that yeah. Like? yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the thing, the problem is, is these things get then get hard to get back out, right? And that's when the tearing happens. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of so people what do this I, while what, high. What I, what I learned from Dr. Chris, right, is that the reason why anal plugs have a backing to it is because anything that you put up your butt, it can get sucked all the way in. Yeah. So oh, that's boy. why they have a plug at yeah. the back. So it doesn't go all the way in. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, people assume it yeah. won't fall in or you'll be able to push it back out. No, not always. And then you have to go in there and get it. And that's right. when tears happen. And people that's why you see on the you know the shows where the, the girl has to go to the hospital and like get it cut out and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I did one of the most dangerous things. I'm so lucky to be alive. I was back in the 80s. I was using a lot of drugs and I hadn't gone to the bathroom in a long time. And this girl, this young lady came over to my house and we were, uh, things were about to happen. All of a sudden I started sweating and I realized, oh my God, I've got to go to the bathroom right now. I lived in this apartment in Van Nuys. I went into the bathroom and I was like, it's happening. And, and But it was, I was struggling and I realized it's like solid rock it's like cement there it's like a solid ball up there and I hit but it has to come out now so I reached to the door the drawer and I pulled out a darning needle that was my ex had left there and I stuck it up my butt to Whoa. break up this rock and I broke it up and there was blood all over my hands and, on a, and I jumped in the shower and you know I could have punctured my you weren't you know, sober I could have killed but no I was okay. sober I could have punctured myself and died right there but I jumped in the shower take a shower fix my hair came out had sex with her it was all fine but boy I could have killed myself right there because you puncture your your you know you know your insides but that was a lucky uh, thing but I wouldn't think I'd have to tell people not to do that right you bring it up so it's a good PSA yeah 
But no. it was like, oh it was like a, a rock of a round. It and wasn't that's from coming the, out. What, cocaine? From not, yeah. Constipation. From doing constipation, from not from doing cocaine every day. Dehydration. Not yeah. Yeah. Not so right. you gotta, you gotta, uh, you, if you are do, so if you do, funny. If you do cocaine every day, you gotta take some kind of laxatives or something. Or just don't do cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good too. <laughs> that's good too. But you know, oh, yeah, choices. Options. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we uh, we have one more caller. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Couldn't. How do you pronounce your name, honey? Quenisha. It's kind of like Juanita, oh. but just um, Juanita. Juanita with the Q. Oh, Juanita. Hi, Juanita. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Hi, Amber. Oh hi. my God. <laughs> Say hi to Amber Tom. Amber Rose, I'm talking to. Yes, and Tom Arnold and yeah. Dr. Chris. What's happening? It's a party here. Yeah. Hi guys. I wish you. I wish we were live so you could have heard what what story Tom just told. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. Oh you're, you're, my God, that's that okay. little bit right there. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you got a tough act to follow. Yeah. <laughs> What's your question? What was my? Hold on, I left it on a recording. What was my question? Yeah. My question might not even be, I mean, like, what you guys are discussing. No, well, no, no, it's know. okay. It could be anything. Anything. Oh, but this is love line. I, okay, so. It's, <laughs> How's your sex I thought life? it was about relationships. Yeah, it could love, be sex relationships. Sex, yeah. Anything to do with sex or relationships. Sex relationships. Okay, so. It's, <laughs> all right, so my question was. Are you giving me your feedback, Amber? Hold I, on, I, I just yes, want to make sure. Yes, I will. <laughs> okay. I will. So my, no, look. All right, so my question is, um, with guys that um, never had, like, father figures in their life, and they have daughters out here, like, why, like, what's up? Why are they so disrespectful to women? Like, it seems like they're so disrespectful. It's, and, like, it could happen to their daughters one day. I really, maybe my question is kind of like, little like lame just what you guys were talking about when i you're bringing up a good point why what's why are some men disrespectful to women i mean and 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 they have daughters i ask that question all the time um i'll tell you i'll tell you why because men look at their daughters as little angels as virginal they can never do no wrong this is the reason why i have slut walk when i go talk to guys i'm like you know what you have a daughter and she's gonna have sex one day and she might like some kinky shit and someone might call her a hoe and you know what it's it's it just comes with being a girl and it's unfortunate right but guys never look at their daughters like that and it's so weird to me so they disrespect other women not realizing that every other woman is someone else's daughter so i don't know how to answer that question but i definitely relate and i kind of Always try to figure that out. And a lot myself. of times, the way they they look at their mother as as a saint, and they would never speak to their mother like that. But then they get in a relationship with a woman, and they treat them like garbage. So yeah. it makes no sense. Where Doesn't. the mother and the daughter they treat like, but then the woman they they love, they they have this other relationship with. Like it's it's hard to understand. And you know what I say too, like you know. Um, I ask guys, I'm like, so what if you meet a girl and she has like two different baby daddies? And they're like, well, then she's like a hoe. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, do you have a half brother, half sister from your mom? Well, yeah. Then your mom's a hoe. I just, no, Amber and Tom are nailing it, but I make it broader. I mean, if we're talking about disrespectful to women sexually, because we're using a lot of like slut sexual frames of reference, it's because we have a sex phobic culture. 
And we really struggle to understand that women have sex drive. We want to believe that women are supposed to fight off sex. Guys are supposed to be the ones asking for and wanting sex. Girls want sex too. And your value as a person is not dependent upon how many sex partners you have, when you have sex, or where you have it. It's whether or not you're a good freaking person. Yeah. But we don't really allow women that right, right? Right. Well, what about when you know a guy is a hoe? Mm-hmm. And it, I'm just like the type of female. I'm not going to sit there. I'm just going to do my own thing. I cannot just sit there and be faithful. And I know that this guy has more than one girl that he's seeing. Well, but it's just you. like one of the biggest issues for the longest. Like guys are so quick to they have daughters, you know, and treat women how you want your daughter to be treated. Yep. But that's it's like it's, listen. It's, I wish I can shout that out to the entire world, babe. It's 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 a. <laughs> You know, that's why we need to stick together and use our voice to like, you know, bring awareness to that because it is extremely fucked up. And just like Tom said, even with their moms, they love their moms so much and they think their mom never begged for their dad's come. And she did. Yeah. And she oh, loved yeah. every you minute of it. <laughs> yeah. true. No, but that's why that's we have true, to. But some don't, of them don't even, don't even respect their moms. I mean, it's just like some guys, I'm like, still with all type of people you just hear their conversation well, i don't think like, you need to be with a really? guy that's gonna be you know that g- girl listen i'm single every other week and i have a boyfriend every other week <laughs> because i just can't deal with that shit so um i don't blame you and i'm like that too like i can't like i don't have the patience like i, I just can't put my feelings into it and i know what i know about you you know so mm-hmm. like but that, I guess you're I'm nailing getting better it. every you're day not it. hearing what they say. Listen you call how... me a hoe, a bitch, or whatever. And then the rumors, like, oh, my God. Yeah, try to be famous. It's even harder. Right. It's oh, true. Everyone's watching <laughs> Right. So, I mean, I really um, admire you for the slut walk. I just want you to know that. Thank and, you. like, what you're doing now. I mean, you know, life is too short to be worried about what other people think anyway. Yes, ma'am. So, Thank if you. I ever come out there to LA, um, can I get a job at the strip club? <laughs> yeah, we're actually we're, we're going to do a casting. So, um, I'll just follow me on social media, and, and you'll and you'll know when. Right, because I'm out here in North Carolina, and you know, eventually I'm trying to relocate. Well, thank girl. you, Amber. <laughs> Bye. For taking my question. Thank Bye. you. Guys, have a great night. Are you too? Bye-bye. Bye. So, Tom, you're going on tour, and yes. your first show is April the 5th in okay. Oxnard, California. Okay. And where can people go Where can people go and get... T- oh, the website, oh. Uh, tomarnoldcomedy.com. Oh, my gosh, yes. Get your tickets. Yes. Uh, look at the tour dates on yes. the website. Follow him on Twitter, at yes. Tom Arnold. Yes. And follow him on Instagram, the Tom Arnold. Yeah, Thank yeah. you so Thank much for you. being Thank here you. with Thank us. You. You're you amazing. Imagine. You were fun. Thank you, guys. It was great. See you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you, buddy. Good night, everybody. You're awesome. Good night. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.